Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Andrea. We are bringing you the Real Moms Real Life Podcast, your guide to self-empowerment and taking on each day as your best self. This is episode number 53. We are going to talk about resolutions today. Let us know if there are any topics you would like to hear. Don't forget, all the resources on this podcast are meant for information purposes only and not to be confused for medical advice or treatment. For this new year, I just want to let you all know that we are going to do updates and then straight into topics. If we have any tips or real mom moments that we're going to share, we will share them in our updates. So welcome, Andrea. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Beth. How are you? I am good. I, um, you know, it's funny because you mentioned last week about the stomach bug and your husband having it. Mm -hmm. Last night, two nights ago, my daughter threw up a couple of times and I was like I'm pretty sure the stomach bug's going around somebody told me they had the stomach bug and I was like oh wait that was Andrea I don't think we caught it from her because she lived all the way across the country from us yes Um, it wasn't me it wasn't you but I did find out that a lot of people at our school were absent yesterday because of it so it was probably something around school so how are you awesome I'm good. Uh, my dad visited this past weekend, so that was fun. Uh, we just kind of hung around, and I don't know. It was just like a super chill weekend, which was nice. So, yeah, other than that, nothing too crazy. I have not gotten the stomach bug, and Adam did not seem to pass it to anybody. So maybe it was something he ate. Who knows? How about yourself? Yeah, also have not gotten it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... You know, I'm, I'm like crossing my fingers. It's really hard for my my older one to like give my baby space, but we're really big. Like you, you're sick. You have to. You can't. You can't touch your hands. You can't touch your face. And like yesterday, the nanny was here and she was home from school. It was it was like stay away, separate. So yeah, it, you know. But we're just chugging along, and I. Um, you know, I know I said Happy New Year, but we're actually, you know, it's not even Christmas yet when we're recording. So just kind of preparing for the holidays and, and trying not to let any of it stress us out. Nice. Do you guys have any special plans for the new year? Um, for the new year or for the holidays? Well, I'm both. both. Well, this year we're going to stay local for like local, i.e. like 10 minutes from our house for the, for the general holiday stuff. And... New Year's, we don't do anything. We haven't stayed up till midnight. I can't even remember the last time. I mean, and not even, like, since kids. Like, pre-kids, we didn't even stay up at midnight uh, until midnight. I remember when I was pregnant with my first, we were in Utah, and we tried to stay up till the New York City midnight to see that, but we didn't even make it till then. So, yeah. How about you? Do you do anything fun for New Year's or... No, we're kind of the same way, but we have the advantage of it being on the West Coast and we can stay up until East Coast New Year at 9 p.m. No, (laughs) we stay up a little bit later than that. My family does, but I kind of abandon a lot of that stuff because we, as like a family, we make these like little open face sandwiches and they're just, I don't know, maybe I'll make them this year. They're kind of like, it's like a commitment to make them because you are like individually crafting each one so they're really pretty and like I feel like I have a lot of fun, fun memories of making them but I feel like it's funner when you have kids you know what I mean obviously I have a child and he can't really help with it yet so I'll see I'll see what I'm in the mood for <laughs> we typically have crab for our dinner on mm. um, 
on New Year's Eve, and I actually saw a picture of it because I just finished our, our photo album from 2017. Yes, I got it done before the end of 2018. So proud of myself. And so we have crab. My daughter loves crab, which is great, but also, you know, she's got expensive tastes. So that's our, like, special treat, crab and sparkling water. Nice. Fun. Yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably get some champagne or something. Yeah. We'll see. Sounds yeah. Good. All right. So since it's New Year's, we are going to talk about resolutions this week. So I think the first thing that I wanted to kind of talk about was why, you know, what's the point of making resolutions? And I know for me, it's a lot of kind of thinking it as a clean slate. It's a lot easier to make changes when you know, something's happening. So, you know, you have a new routine, like a lot of people make changes at the start of the school year in September, because that's sort of a new routine, or maybe make a summer change, or New Year's is just one of those, you know, pivotal, everybody's, you know, we can jump on the bandwagon, everyone's like trying to make a new habit or make a new goal. So it's sometimes a little bit easier to make a a New Year's resolution uh, at, you know, at the beginning of the year. What are your thoughts on that? For sure. I mean, I think, I mean, in a way, I kind of think it's like a cop out. (laughs) It's terrible to say, like, it's like such a great way to be like, I'll do it then, you know, it's like, I'm gonna call my sister out. It's like, all this summer, she's like, I'm gonna start it when the kids start school. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of feel like New Year's is a way to do that and a way to kind of delay making resolutions. However, I also think it is a great time to start if if you're actually gonna start and then apply the things that we're gonna talk about today and make really good ones. So hopefully that wasn't like depressing to say, but I feel like I hear that a lot. You know what I mean? Towards the end of the year, it's kind of like, oh, I'll just wait until the new year to start it. Which again, there's a reason why we like to do that is because exactly what you're talking about is it's a clean slate. Like it feels good to have this like, cut off all right in this clear um new starting point i also do think because it's everyone's doing it you know like it's very common it is a nice way to start something maybe a little bit more drastic or different or even kind of give yourself a reason to like ask for something different which we're going to be talking about next week is speaking up for yourself but it's a little easier to like make some like big habit change because people are expecting it that makes sense. Like it's yeah. not as weird to like make some drastic habit change in the middle of the year. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, at the end of the holiday season, a lot of times there's there's people that feel guilt of what they've done over the holiday season. And, and I don't think that's necessarily a good, you know, oh, well, I'm going to just have at it because in January I'm going to do better. Because we don't, you know, as the two of us, I, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm okay speaking for you in this. We don't think that that's, an, you know, that mindset's okay. It's like, no, you should enjoy yourself because you want to enjoy yourself. It's not, I'm going to enjoy myself and then, you know, I'll tighten up the tighten up the strands when come January. It's like we want to kind of create goals and resolutions that are, you know, something that we can maintain all, of, all year round. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about. So... As far as like types of resolutions, there's a lot of different ways to approach resolutions, right? Absolutely, uh, yeah. 
So I made a list of like different kinds of resolutions to make and everyone has a different personality. So there's some of that might be better for you. So we talked a while ago and I will link to this episode about goals versus vision. So we had this whole episode on goal setting. So if you're looking at like making achievable goals, there's that episode that you can go back to. I know that some people will do like 19 things for 2019, which are just kind of like checkmark lists. They're not habit changes. They're just, you know, I'm going to find the perfect little black dress this year and I'm going to develop, uh, you know, find my favorite uh, skincare regimen or I'm going to watch the season of a new show, you know, a specific show. They're very specific things, maybe even trying a new exercise class, but they're very specific and you can just check it off the list. The next one is habit changes. So it's, those are the, you know, those more, you know, developing routines and exercise and maybe food intake. Those kinds of things are more of those habit changes. And then also, Andrea reminded me before this, the word of the year, which is you pick a word that you can post up somewhere and that sort of everything you try to do that year, you try to focus, you know, along that word. I know previously I've had the word of calm because I don't tend to be a very calm person. So I wanted to approach the year of being calm and that kind of thing. Anything to add to that? No, but I love that 19 for 2019. I haven't heard that before. And I feel like that makes a lot of sense because I feel like sometimes I'll want to do something that's more of like a a task or, you know, something to just do once. And I'm like, oh, it's not really a goal. And so, oh, I really like that. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Cool. Well, I stole that. I'm assuming they're doing it again this year uh, from Gretchen Rubin. They're Mm. the happier podcast. They talk about it. And I actually, this is a good segue into the next section, which I wanted to talk about accountability strategies because it's really important to know your motivation and how you are best able to get things done. So we've talked about this, the Gretchen Rubin tendencies before. She has the rebel tendency, which is Andrea. We have the obliger tendency, which is me, the upholder, and the questioner. So depending on which of those four categories you fall in, you need to design your goals to kind of to work within that so that you can actually be successful with them. Um, And so with that 19 for 2019, as a rebel, that's something that may be better for you because it's like, well, these are just like fun things that I want to make sure that I check off my list, but I can do them in my own time and nobody's telling me when to do them and I'm just going to do them. Whereas for me as an obliger, a lot of the things that I need to do, I need to have an accountability partner in or something that's holding me accountable. So I know that you have some nice tips on how to make resolutions that work. Can you go over those? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the big things is to really get clear on your resolution itself. And the first step to that is, is it going to be something that you're achieving by the end of the year or something that you're trying to do right away? So a lot of people make a resolution of like, I want to exercise five times per week. And it's kind of like, okay, that's great. But like, is that something that, okay, by the end of 2019, that's going to be a habit? Or is that something you're trying to jump into right away? And I think that's that right there, that distinction is where so many New Year's resolutions fail. Because if you're not like making that be like, okay, that's a, you know, a goal for 
over some time, then when you don't exercise five times a week, you've like immediately failed. And so just establishing by when, it doesn't need to be by the end, it could be in three months, I'm going to do that. I mean, really applying all the same stuff that we talked about in the goals thing is going to be so important. Um, and that also is the vision versus goals that Beth was talking about. So maybe you have more of an overarching vision, and then you're making specific goals based on it. Um, and then getting clear on why you're doing it. So we'll just stick with the exercise one since it's such a common one. Is like, why is exercising important to you? Okay. So dig deep. Okay. This stuff like, oh, well, you know, it's healthy for you. Or my doctor said I need to, you know, do it. Or, you know, maybe my, I want my pants to fit better. Stuff like that is, is great. I mean, nothing's wrong with those things. But it's, it's not what's going to get you up when your alarm clock goes off. And it's like pitch black outside and you're exhausted. Like, you're not going to get up because your doctor told you to. I mean, maybe some people will. I wouldn't. Um, but that's, that's my rebel personality, I guess. But really getting clear, like, okay, now I'm doing this because I have a super active toddler and I want to be able to catch, uh, like, be able to catch up with him. Like when he's older, I want to be able to be outside, like playing football with him or whatever. I don't even play football, but that's what came out. Um, you know, being able to run around with him. So like, that's why I'm doing this. And then next would just develop a clear starting plan. All right, so when you guys are listening to this, it's already, is it, this is come out on the 31st or the 1st? Well, whatever, yeah, okay, whatever day it is. So it's already, you know, it might be the New Year's when you're listening to this because you might not be listening to it on the day it comes out too. And that's okay to start it, you know, next week or the week after or something like that once you've developed a clear plan. So... If you are like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week, you know, by the end of July, it's going to be a habit. I'm going to start with one times a week in January, twice a week in February, and so on. Then, okay, great. So what gym are you going to? What time are you going to go? What class are you going to go? What routine are you going to do when you get there? And some of those things might be overwhelming. Like at first, just like write everything down that needs to happen, though, in order for you to do that one thing. Um, another example, I just went through this with my client I had a couple days ago was she wanted to stop eating so much fast food. That was her like action step for the week is, you know, not eat fast food as much. But that one is a tricky one because, okay, great. So she was eating it four times a week. So we decided no more than twice per week. Okay. So this is how we were breaking it down. All right, great. So if she's not going to eat it on those days, what is she going to eat instead? So she was like, well, I'm going to, you know, make something. Okay, cool. Like. How, what are you going to make? You know, it's like, oh, well, yeah, in order to make food, I have to go grocery shopping. Okay, so when are you going to go grocery shopping? And we really nailed it down. And while those steps feel like super boring and mundane, and like I hate going through stuff like that for myself, so I totally get it. It's so important because if you don't, you know, she was like, my only day to go grocery shopping is Sunday. So it's like, if she misses out on that Sunday to go grocery shopping, I mean, she kind of screws herself to achieve her action steps, right? Because you can't not eat fast food if you don't have anything else to eat because the other option is not starving yourself. So anyway, that's why we really, really need to develop this clear starting plan. And when you look at it, it really is only like a five minute process. Um, okay, and then the next thing I wanted to say is avoid making the same failed resolutions. 
So if for the past, you know, 10 years, you've been trying to exercise more and eat healthy, like don't, don't make that again. And I'm obviously you can do whatever you want. I should tell you what to do, but you know, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So either revamp it. Okay. So get way, way, way more specific if it's something that still really resonates with you or figure out why it hasn't worked in the past and really get clear on how you're going to approach it differently. Um, because making the same one, like it's not going to be different just because it's a different year. The other thing to do is to figure out what's at stake if you don't accomplish your goal. Okay. So if you, you know, for the fifth year in a row, don't work out what's at stake. And, you know, sometimes what's at stake isn't, doesn't seem like that big of a deal. And in that case, it's probably not that great of a resolution to be making. Um, It's not that you have to abandon it completely as a goal or anything like that, but for, you know, an overarching theme of a year or something to be concentrating on now, maybe it's, maybe it's just not where you need to go, like figure out what else needs to happen. So it should kind of sound a little scary, you know, to yourself and you can, this is in your own head. So you can make up whatever story you want about it. So it's like, okay, well, if I don't exercise, then my muscles are going to get weak and I'm not going to be able to catch up with my toddler. And then he might, you know, run out into the street and I'm going to be too slow to catch him. I don't know. Like you can make up something dramatic like that. Um, you know, or it could be truly dramatic. Like if I don't get in shape, then, you know, I'm going to be sick and I'm going to have a heart attack. I don't know. So, Again, if it's not scary, if it's if there's no stakes behind not doing it, pick a new goal. Pick something that has some stakes to it. Um, the last thing I want to say is predetermine what's kind of quote unquote allowed to take you off track. Okay, so decide ahead of time if you're okay. Let's say you decide that you know you have you're sticking with the exercise goal and you're exercising first thing in the morning um, is the time you've predetermined. Maybe you have a toddler who occasionally wakes up at 5 a.m. or, you know, just doesn't sleep. So maybe you decide, okay, on mornings that he wakes up at 5 a.m., I'm not going to, I'm not going to work out. I'm going to make sure I am getting seven hours of sleep. Or maybe you're going on vacation and you decide that you're, you know, not going to drink alcohol anymore, but you decide, no, on vacation, I'm going to, or at my friend's wedding, I'm going to have a glass of champagne. Um, Or if you get sick, you decide, okay, I'm going to allow myself this many days to recover. And, you know, I'm not going to be working out while I'm sick. So it's like really predetermining these things. So they don't feel like it's taking you off track. So you don't feel like you've fallen off the wagon, you know? So it's not this like, oh, well, I just completely fell out of my routine. It's like, no, this was like predetermined stuff. And then just get right back into it when it's time. How does that all sound, Beth? I love all of it. When you were talking about sort of developing a clear starting plan and then make avoid making the same failed resolutions, I was thinking about a different way to sort of make the resolution. So, you know, a lot of times, let's say it's a food thing, maybe, you know, I'm going to eat less sugar. Well, maybe instead of that, maybe you're going to eat more vegetables or you're going to pick something to replace with it. And and then I was like, well, instead of in taking it even further, maybe saying when I have a craving for a chocolate chip cookie, I'm going to first eat strawberries. And if I still want the chocolate chip cookie afterwards, I'm going to have it and I'm going to enjoy it. And, and being, you know, if there's some sort of specific thing that you want to cut out, 
being really specific on that. And then the other thing that you had mentioned about the, well, the grocery shopping was really the pivotal moment for your one client. Well, maybe rather than eat less fast food, maybe her goal could be, and this is, again, this is just to give other options for other people, is I'm going to go grocery shopping every Sunday. Because I don't know about you, I hate wasting food. So if I have it, I'm going to eat it, especially if like it's there and in the house because I don't want to throw it away. So it makes it a whole lot easier to, oh, you know, open the fridge and I want to be like, oh, there's nothing here. We got to go out. But oh, open the fridge. There's food here. We better eat at home. So those those were just some thoughts that I had while you were, were talking about all of those things. Totally. And I want to say all of these things for anyone listen, listening is because I have been the person who has repeatedly made New Year's resolutions and completely failed them like my entire life. And then I got to a point where I was like, New Year's resolutions are stupid. Like, I'm just not even going to make them. And really, it was because I couldn't keep them. Like, let's be real. I just didn't feel like failing myself. So for the past God, like two or three years now, I've been making them and, you know, revamping it every year and adding to it every year of kind of like the, the guidelines that help me actually now achieve them and not just fail them in the first day, because that's pretty much usually what I would do. <laughs> so... I don't know. How about you, Beth? Have you like made resolutions and kept them in the past? Are you, how are um, you with this? I am, I am, I would say I'm not always the best in like, like, like I'm going to say way back when, as far as resolutions go, I'd make like, I want to exercise more kind of resolutions. And so I did change it a few years ago. I know one year it was like, I want to be able to do a pull up by the end of the year. And then I was, I was able to do one pull up by the end of the year. And then I, I think then I got pregnant and it was like, <laughs> not going to happen. So I don't tend to, uh, I don't tend to need the, the clean slate of new years to do things. Although I am trying to approach it this year a little bit differently because we're doing talking about it, that kind of thing. If I want to make a change, I've been like, my resolution has been when I want to make a change, just make it when I think about it and not wait until, you know, those clean slate moments. So um, I feel like that was sort of my resolution and I think I've been working on that. But there are a couple of things if, and I want everyone to know, at least for mine, these are kind of like my rough draft resolutions. I was going to have us kind of go through what we're thinking of for resolutions this year and then Throughout the year, periodically, we can check in and see how they're doing. Um, and I also am thinking I might do a 19 for 2019 list. And if Andrea and I do them, maybe we can like post them on Instagram or um, that kind of thing so people can see what we're doing. Sound good? All right. So my list of <laughs> resolutions. So my first one, which I'm pretty set with, and I'm going to start on January 1st just because it is a clean slate moment, is... I'm going to do a photo a day and the idea is going to be something that made me happy today and I'm not going to write a lot of text with it and I'm not going to worry about hashtags. I am just going to take a picture of something that made me happy and I'll probably say like happiness photo of the day number and then one through 365 because one, I want to post more on social media, but I always get... um, frustrated by, well, what should I write? What hashtag should I use? That kind of thing. And this is kind of the combination, give me a little bit of a happiness boost every day and also increase my social media presence. The other thing I'm going to add is that I'm, um, get together with 
adults only at least once per month. So maybe it's a girl's night. Maybe it's, you know, uh, something with my husband. Maybe it's, you know, couples. I wrote girls or rock climb, you know, because I do, I really want to get back into rock climbing this year. But um, it's just, just adults only. And I, I decided not to be specific if it's a girl's night or a couple's night or what have you. I just, I just need adults only time. This winter, I want to ski at least three times. Skiing is my all-time favorite thing in the world to do. And once the winter is over, I am then going to develop a sustainable workout planning goal. I am not ready in my, you know, four four to five months postpartum stages to develop a workout plan and sustainable goal at this point. But by spring, I want to be gradually increasing and developing a sustainable workout plan. I want to learn two new songs to play, either on the clarinet, the guitar, or the piano. I haven't decided. I'm leaving that open in the air for that. And then I want to have dates with my older daughter, just the two of us. And it could be with friends or that kind of thing, but not with my younger daughter or my husband monthly. And I think those are all obtainable. So that's what I'm going with. Awesome. And I love your like specific one about, you know, it, once the spring hits, I'm going to do this. Like, that's so great. I need to start rock. Maybe that's going to be on my 19 list. It's just like rock climbing because I love it, but it, all the places around here are kind of far. So it's like definitely not ever something I'm going to be doing regularly, but it is a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. So my resolutions, again, like Beth said, these are kind of rough drafts since we were recording this a few uh, weeks before the new year, but it got me thinking about them. So it's great. So connecting with my higher self daily, okay, in any intentional matter. So I was like, oh, do I want to say daily? And I'm like, yes, I do. Because literally I can just do this by an intentional breath. And it's something that I'm really, really working on. Um, And by higher self, if you're not familiar with that, if you've never heard that term, it's really just that like true authentic version that is inside all of us. And if you're, I mean, that's a bigger topic. So connect with me if you want to learn more about that but it's just a great for me a great tool to help guide me and bring in more mindfulness and intention to my days so and it's something I often too often find myself getting through my day without doing so that is my first one and probably my biggest one and I do eventually want that to work up to like a five times per week 10 minute meditation so um, meditation is a great way to do it. I just know daily sometimes probably that's probably a little too ambitious. <laughs> so, um, then yoga two times per week by the end of March, I want to be doing that. And then also strength training twice per week by the end of March. So just giving me a little time to build up to that and then working in the habit and then doing a one time per month family planned outing. And that can just be whatever, as long as it's like we have it on the calendar and it's something we're planning ahead of time. And then one time is a month purposeful me time. So that's either an outing with friends, um, you know, girls night, or just even something by myself that I'm, again, like on the calendar and it's something that's planned and intentional. So those are mine. Um, I'm going to probably revamp them and make sure they all feel really good. But yeah. Any other comments, Beth? No, I'm excited. Maybe we'll, once we revamp them, maybe we can again post them and let people sort of see them and that kind of thing. And again, more accountability. So yeah. Oh, do you have a, do you have a word of the year? 
Oh, I haven't come up with my word of the year yet. Um, how about you? I think, I think mine is going to be surrender because I'm working on not pushing so hard and like, and this is connects with my, or this ties into the like connecting to my higher self. So it's like just really like listening to my own inner guidance and listening to that and not pushing and analyzing everything so much. (laughs) Awesome word. I love it. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, I will. I will report back next week on my word of the year. So yeah, so that you guys can give you Sounds a chance. Good. I don't want, you know, mine's going to be so good. You're going to want to take it, which is totally <laughs> fine. But this is why I'm going to wait a week. No, I'm Makes totally sense. joking. I don't know if my sarcasm comes across. <laughs> it did. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. Next week, we are going to talk about speaking up for yourself. Follow us on social media for news updates and calls for questions. You can find me, Beth, at Pizza Real Eats and Andrea at Dr. Andrea Moore on Instagram and Facebook. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and write us a review. Show notes for this podcast and all podcast-related information can be found at realmomsreallife.com.